you know, usually we look forward to Holy Week, right? When if it's non non pandemic, Holy Week. <laughs> Last Holy Week break, but then uh, we went on this Holy Week break, and I haven't spoken to you guys in like two weeks, and I feel like it's been forever. So it's nice just to hear your voices. Welcome back, team. Hello. Never mind. Glad Holy to be week. here. Like the long weekend has lost its meaning. Right. Who cares? Right. Yeah. It's been oh, yeah. We've been on a long year. year. Yeah. Yeah. You had such an incredible tweet today, uh, Ramos, that I uh, I retweeted it. Uh, you had something about. Can you can you just say it out? Because it's in some like. It's not, not a deep Tagalog, just Tagalog that I can't read. <laughs> sure. Let me read it I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Um, I said, I said, all right, here we go. Corruption, drugs, COVID, jet ski, lahat palpak. Sinanay na tayo sa kapalpakan. Kondisyon na tayo na wag umasa. Sobrang baba ng standards natin. Buhay ka pa ba na lang tinatanong natin ngayon, <laughs> di pa din masagot ng maayos. <laughs> I ran out of characters to squeeze in a bad word, but <laughs> you get the point. Oh, man. It's nice to see the both of you again. It's funny because, you know, have you ever guys done that thing where you've broken up with somebody and then you get back together and then now you're just double kind of worried that anything is going to lead to another breakup? That's how I feel like <laughs> when you guys weren't on the show last week. I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, we have broken up. We've broken up as a show. And then now I feel like that damn Holy Week, it might put something in their heads to leave us again forever. <laughs> so I'm uh, holding on to dear life. Uh, love you guys. And, and not just that. I mean, you guys don't know this, but Nico, at the end of every show, we say goodbye, right? We say, okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out on the podcast. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Enjoy your weekend. And then we still have that thing where we have maybe 30 seconds after the show. We're still connected via Zoom. We don't just disconnect. And Nico does this thing. He goes, all right, uh, have a good night, guys. I love you. <laughs> and then He's Sam goes, then like Sam that. goes, no, then Sam goes, I love you. And I go, yeah, guys. Because <laughs> <I just> <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. Like, yeah, guys. <laughs> it's okay we know we know which I means mean, you know, which yeah. totally means i love you guys but it's funny because mm-hmm. it's me who when you're not here i'm the one who, they're not here this week <laughs> half, <laughs> sad. Half, half the time half the time i say it just to watch how you react and how yeah. you kind of like cringe within your seat <laughs> mm, all right bye <laughs> oh geez uh what has happened in the past couple of weeks oh you know sam of course because you're korean uh i saw that um they're gonna have a korean money heist Korean La Casa de Papel, and they've already cast them the the is characters. That, really? And, yeah, you know. I, who, I, I did not know that. Yeah, you know who Rio is. You know who Nairobi is, and Moscow. And th- it's funny because they're all Koreans, but yet yeah, I know they were all Spaniards before. But just to see kind of it manifested that way, and I don't know if I'm excited or angry that somebody's remaking it so soon. Um, but I saw that on Netflix, and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna watch it. Have you seen it? Have you guys watched the series? I have not. So oh, I, are you, you know, so me? when good. you say yeah, that, that there's a Korean remake, like I, I don't know how to react to that. But that was my question. You know, as somebody who has seen the show, how do you feel about a Korean remake? I just don't like the remake is so soon because the show isn't even over yet. You know, like oh. there's still one more season, right? If I'm not mistaken, yeah, one more season. At least. Yeah. No, yeah, no. They, they, I think they've announced it would be the final, this oh, coming up one, and, and it can only go so long, right? But the fact that they're already remaking, they've cast it and they're like making it already. I'm like, I thought you guys are already doing this one. I don't know if I'm a little thrown aback, but I love everything Korean these days. And I think everything they touch is gold. So maybe it might even be a better damn show. 
But yeah, I mean, no. yeah, is it one of those shows that's so good yeah, that yeah. no remake could? Well, we don't do know. Justice. We don't know. I mean, gosh. Okay, Nico, let's think about this real quick before we take some calls. Is there a show or a movie out there that we thought was so good that a remake would be an injustice to how amazing this was, but it turned out to be no? You know what? Equal, or dare I say better? Oh, that's <gasps> tough. Um, I don't have anything that Top comes hand, to right? mind. Although I do remember years and years ago, more than a decade ago, when Ocean's Eleven came out, and um, the older members of my family were saying, "Ah, it's not gonna be good." The original the Ocean's, <laughs> the Rat Pack, Sina Frank Sinatra, that was so good. And I love the Ocean's Eleven movie one. so much. So I actually went and found like an old like VCD of the original Ocean's yeah. Eleven. Yeah, saw it. It sucked. <laughs> right, but you know what? So that, that, that answer might work though, because even though it's not in the same parameters where you saw it and saw it, oh, it was amazing and then remade, but you're right. That group, that Rat Pack group, is is it Rat Pack or Brat Pack? Rat Pack, right? Rat. Rat like Dagat, no? Dagat. Yeah. That group is so iconic <laughs> that to remake it could be blasphemous for a group of people, but then when you actually see it, it's a pretty good. That good movie, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, but in that case, I mean, there's, you know, th- there was such a long time that passed between the original one and the remake, right? That's right. I, what so gives you a different audience, different audience. Had improved, yeah. like, right, leaps right. and bounds. Sure, and, sure. Yeah. What gives me optimism with the Korean remake is just the, I guess, the quality of just Korean films and um, TV shows of late that, I mean, <laughs> If the team behind Alias Robin Hood said they were going to do Money Heist um, here in the Philippines, <laughs> I would have been, oh, oh no. <laughs> but uh, yeah. already. Like, like does, that. It, does it? I, and, trust, and I trust it in the Koreans' hands. This might be, in, and I, yeah. I, mean, I don't mean this as an insult, but when you watch um, Money Heist in Spanish, because that's the only way to go, man. If you watch it in dubbed English, you're something wrong with your brains. But when you watch it in Spanish, the language is so romantic. And Korean isn't as much, right? I don't know if I will get turned off by it. Like, if it was originally Korean, then I bypassed the the different language because every, every, I mean, we're watching so much Korean right now. But there is something so beautiful about when they do it in Spanish and the, the language being so romantic that if I then throw the... You know when they're complaining? <laughs> you know the Koreans when they complain? They, Sam, can you, can you complain real quick in Korean? They've got a very <laughs> unique... Whininess to it, if oh, I may. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> I know it well, right? So. I, I know it well because I, I I know when Sam's really 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 upset with me because yeah. when she she goes from she goes from um kind of pissed to and this is like it, it is this is this is dependent on the amount of time that i'm late for the radio show sure. right? so she goes oh, from kind of yes, pissed really upset furious which up, up until that point i can still take and then she crosses the line to disappointed in me which is <laughs> what really pains me because i've disappointed her and then she just crosses she goes to the third language she, uh, she gets mad, she gets mad yeah. at me in english kapag galit na galit na tagalog uh-huh. And but when she's like lets out a Korean phrase, I'm like, oh no! Yeah, I really you know, you screwed up. Her. Yeah, 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 that's it. 
All right. Well, hey, welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times and Well, the podcast here, 10, episode number 53, of course. Sam O. Nico Ramos. We are here Saturday night. Hello. Hope you guys hey. had a good week. And uh, you ready to go? Yeah. Super All ready. Right. Let's go to New York and talk to Roxanne, who is 29 years old. She, or sorry, 28 years old. She's our first caller, and she's on the show. Hi, Roxanne. Thanks for being on the podcast. Welcome. Good morning for you. Um, good morning. What's going on? Hi. Um, Hi, so- Roxanne. I'm. I tried to reach out to you the other week. You did because I was looking, yeah, on Instagram. So I was looking for a psychologist. Oh, like if you know someone Uh-oh. from New Jersey that would <laughs> won't charge me so much because you know, like, um, the insurance in my office. Right. I don't know if they cover such things. So I would look it up. If you don't know, it's always good to kind of get the confirmation, the decline, then the uh-huh. I'm not sure. And as mm-hmm. you know, we are not psychologists on the show. But if this is a free, yeah. is if, if this is a free venue for you, yeah. So because I don't know if I'm really um, Crazy? dealing with anxiety oh. or depression, or I just want someone to talk to. So well, I let's really talk. We're here, and then if it's really bad, Sam will complain in Korean, and you'll know <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> you know, it's really bad. Yeah. Really bad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, girl? Yeah, what's going on, Roxanne? Okay, so last time, like when I messaged you, I was crying that day. So okay. I'm a I'm a COVID survivor, and wow. I had COVID in March 2020. Okay, and so that time I decided not to see my boyfriend, so I won't get him sick. Oh, very. Noble. And then April came, and then I got tested negative. But he said maybe we give it another month, like we don't see each other. No. Uh oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, by the oh, way, he's no. listening right next to me because he want to know like he's here. <laughs> Wait a minute, he's, okay? oh, he's there. He's he... listening too. With... Oh, oh, yeah, so is that a disclaimer to not be so spoiler. mean to him? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Wait, he's so... right there. He's right next to you right now. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because I, I told him like like I want to talk to someone about this. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So wait okay, a minute. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's, time, time it's awkward in New Jersey right now. <laughs> yeah. Time out. Uh, no, it's, this, like, it's okay. It's, it's okay. Is this a disclaimer okay. for us? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a subtle disclaimer. Oh, by the way, right before you destroy him, he's sitting right next to me, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> no, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a good guy. So, oh, anyway, so. Oh, we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. No, we're okay. kidding. We're kidding. So, okay. So, okay, so, COVID, you. Okay, like, he back wanted, to my story. Yep, yep, yep. So it was April. I tested negative, and then he said, "Give it another month." So, because we're not really sure about like that time, we're not sure about COVID, right? So I understand right. he got no else. health insurance yeah. and he got no paid leave. So he do his own business. Yep. That would require him to work from coast to coast. He deliver goods. So sure. So I was like, okay, fine. And then that time it wasn't too busy. And he went home to his home hometown, and where I is get to where talk is to him. this the hometown? Sorry, just so I know and, how far we're talking about. Okay, he's you can give he's me the Puerto state. Rican. Oh, so Moisha says uh, okay. Yes, and uh, then I Okay, so go. He went home. Yeah, so he went home, and I only get to talk to him when he's not busy. And I didn't bother him because I'm not a clingy type of girlfriend. So he called me occasionally. Yeah. So I was so sad and can't explain what I need to feel that time. So I thought I was just depressed because I was stuck in my apartment. You know, like that time there was a lockdown in New York and New Jersey. 
and I only stay in the house. And at the same time, I had COVID, so I'm scared that I would spread COVID. So, and then May came and we would do video calls. He went home already to his house. Yep. And then like, there was a time like we were um, doing video call and I saw the, like his background was the kitchen. And I remember I have my, all my pictures in the kitchen, Sesame in the fridge. Right. So I didn't see my picture. And then, <gasps> and then um, I asked him where it is. And then he was like, um, Oh, I brought it to Puerto Rico to, oh, what a to show it so to my grandma. Oh, very good. Very good. Oh, like, so like, suave. Like, like he didn't have a cell phone, right? That he could <laughs> just show. Lola needed to touch it. Right? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, so, By the way, sir, if you're listening, incredible. Good job. Yeah, no, I'm love, impressed. Love the lie. That was, now, did he say that in the moment, like immediately, or did he quickly think yeah. about it? Yeah, and then, and then he said it's still in his bag, and then I didn't make it a big deal. Nice. So, and then around June, he invited me to come home to him. So I did my swab test, antibody test. So just to make sure I won't spread anything, right? So, and then when I get home to his house, all my picture, even the pictures in our room, wasn't in there. And then I was like, where's my pictures? And then he was like, oh, it's in our, in his daughter's room because... But his daughter doesn't live with him and she got a room in the house. And then I checked, it's there. So I was like, okay. And I didn't make it a big deal. Okay. And then he asked me to move in with him. So I did. We had so much fun. Everything was okay till September. So we went out camping with his daughter for a week. And he was the one taking pictures. So one night I asked him, can you send me all the photos? And then he gave me his phone. And then I tried to send everything in his phone. That's the time I found out that he was cheating on me mm. when I was in quarantine. Yeah. So I saw a picture. Say Lola in girl. Puerto Rico. Jaw on Naked. the floor. Yeah, Lola in in Puerto Rico is like some hot nineteen year old. Her name is Lola. It is Lola. <laughs> okay, so well, it, it it didn't happen in Puerto Rico. I'm kidding. It happened in yeah. New Jersey. Clearly, because your pictures aren't there now, Roxanne. Um, how mm-hmm. did you catch him cheating? Was uh, text messages, other pictures? Um, what? So it was a picture, like like a screenshot. Like his face was on the other side, and then the the girl was taking a shower. And I'll never forget how oh my like, goodness. how he looks. He never watched me take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, wow. You don't do this. <laughs> and for then, me. so of course, he denied it at first. He said he just got his new iPad, and you know, like Apple would do cloud whatever that thing is, because I'm I'm an Android <laughs> user. So at first, I was like, okay. <laughs> And then, and then he said he guys, loved, guys, like, guys, he met like, guys, girl. guys, guys, he's a good guy. Guys, he's a good guy. You know, he's yeah, now guy. I'm just like, okay, how do we go from here to the guy now sitting next to her and her? I'm at the edge of my seat. Guy. Yeah. 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 Okay, let, okay. Let, me, let me finish my story. All right. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. So, and then he said he met this girl a long time ago. And so I, I asked him a lot of questions and, and it seems like he, he always have an excuse. So, and then the next day, like, I mean, the next night I still dig, like do a lot of digging. And for the first time I went to his messages, inbox, IG, WhatsApp, everything. Yeah. So I saw a lot. I saw him sending dick pic to his ex-girlfriend <laughs> while, oh while I was away. <laughs> and then I, and then that girl, the, the Latina, Latina girl, she, he bought, like he brought him in the house and then he said they never had sex they they went they only um she only went to the basement to work out 
And for me, it's bullshit, you know, because I saw the girl, like a picture of the girl in our room in her shirt and just underwear. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, so he got well, his excuse. He got know, Lululemon um, so, makes a lot of that now. It's pang workout lang talaga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work, workout panty, so, not workout. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so he said like his excuse was that like he got genital warts and he doesn't want the girl to see that. What? So like, what? So, <laughs> okay. So I I gave him the benefit of the doubt and wow. So we're, like still we're getting, okay. Wow. Getting, oh, girl, okay. The dick pic was to the doctor for my genital warts. Uh, she's a doctor. It was yeah. <laughs> no, just did it. Okay. All right. Okay. So where does good guy come so, in? So, mm-hmm. so also what I saw in his phone, like he's um texting his best friend and bragging about like this girl like his side hole or whatever and oh even God. the best friend was they were exchanging pictures of their side hole so okay so i can't wait for the twist this is the plot twist of the century yeah, how he be- he goes back to being a good guy i can't wait for it this is awesome okay go so ahead dear i was i was really disappointed hmm. i was a good girlfriend and you know, I help him before. I help him with his finances when nobody else. How much money? Help him. How much money? Um, like a lot. Yeah, what's a lot? <laughs> like, so right now it's like around twenty. K, twenty thousand million pesos. No, U.S. dollar. Yeah, 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 million pesos. Yeah, twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, million yeah. pesos. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so I really took. Like I took care of him when he got sciatica. Like we can, he can walk or bend properly. So I bathed him, wash his butt and his feet with my bare hands. When he can do, like do it by himself. What does so he have? Family, what does he have? The sciatica. Yeah, sciatica. Like, what's that? Like, what's that? Pinch nerve in the spine. Oh, and then he just falls down, collapses until yeah. Okay, all right. Oh, and and you even well, collapse. So well, what it, I mean, you know, like, like yeah, it's so painful. Walk, right, right, you know. right. That's what I meant. And and how long did those episodes last for? Um, like months, maybe just months. You're washing ass for months, and uh, mm, well, so like weeks, maybe because like I had the COVID, so I need to go away. I mean, anything more than twice is already a lot, right? <laughs> I mean, like doesn't weeks. have to be months. Weeks is, I mean, if you had said three times, I would have been, whew, give you a medal. And anyway, she continue. Because she succumbed to the disease that is causing a global pandemic. Right. Correct. Right. Okay. Correct. Yeah. She's yes. wash, washing ass like a mask. Just washing ass. <laughs> no, I, I use my, my bare hands, no gloves or no anything. That's love. That's love. That is oh, phew, that That's is love. love. Of course I love anyway, yeah. continue, Roxanne. Right. Sorry. Okay, so his family and daughter loves me so much. I think because even the daughter would share me secrets that she won't tell her dad or her mom. Mm. So, huh? Nothing. Go. So, so how do we how do we get to how do we get to where we are right now, Roxanne? Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, no, like, you, no, I'm almost. You convinced no. us enough. So <laughs> it was a bad. So, <laughs> well, see, he was very sorry for what he has done, and then ever since June, he said he like he stopped talking to them, and he really changed. them. And then we tried to work things out. So I think the problem is on me now because whenever something triggers my anxiety or I don't know my insecurities, like I would just break down and cry. So like. It's been months and I still haven't moved on. And he really changed. Like 
he like I would really feel that he loves me so much now than ever and we got no issue and the issue is on me now so like I don't wow. know like what what should I do with myself right it's me because I haven't me. told anyone about this, just him and okay. Me. So Roxanne, so I'm, gonna, whenever... I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read I'm gonna read the message you sent me on Instagram, okay? Because okay. all of these details yeah. you just told me was not any any of that was not there, which is fine because I like hearing this stuff for the first time. But I just want to hear uh-huh. I just want to read some kind of important um, yeah. <clears throat> elements to your message. So Timo, I'm a fan, been listening to your podcast since 2015. Do you know any psychiatrists, behavioral doctors from uh, New York? Uh, I'm dealing with depression. I've been crying and I've been hurting myself. So that's yeah, it. That's the message. Good. Okay, that's it. My boyfriend cheated on me. That's what it was. So that's it, right? That's all you sent. And yeah. um, you're telling me that when you messaged me last week and you were crying, you were actually physically yeah, I was laughing, laughing my face. He was on vacation, what? so I, like I was so worried that he's out with his friends. So I was like, "What is he doing right now?" So I was like physically hurting myself. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like so, I won't think about it. Like I was just hurt myself. So it's really um, I don't know. Like I don't know what to feel. I I don't know if I'm going crazy. And then he told me, "I think you need you need to seek um professional help." So and then. And then I reach out to you, and then I was like, maybe I just need a friend. So I told him that I'm gonna talk to you, and then he was like, he was cool about it. And then, yeah. So okay, maybe yeah. just whatever you <clears throat> you just want to throw out. I I agree. You should get some help because when you start crossing the line into you know hurting yourself and all of that to deal with your depression, anxiety, and all of that, um, you want to really kind of unwire that and break that down. And it's not just talking to a friend or in this case a stranger. Um, three strangers, and and that's all kind of magically gonna go away, right? Um, it could, it could possibly. I mean, maybe we say some miraculous line in the next ten minutes that's going to get you to get out of this kind of darkish part of your life. But um, I don't know. I think I'd start the ball rolling with get getting the thing that getting that thing that gives you these episodes, getting that out of your life. When you said it's now a me issue, it's not a me issue. The guy went out with his friends. He is the reason why you had this initial breakdown. He is the, this is what toxic relationship looks like. And then it turns into toxic behavior. So I prefer you to maybe take a break from this guy, preferably a permanent one, because, well, I don't know, guys. Is All of the stuff, did this guy cross a line where you don't forgive anymore? Now, 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 Sam. I know, you know, you're 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 with your faith and all of that stuff. Forgiveness is a big part of it, right? But isn't there mm-hmm. a limit to forgiveness? <laughs> isn't there... Well, and and well, and, I mean... and I know your forgiveness is more a God to people type of forgiveness, but can't that sprinkle down into humans? Where can I forgive a guy this grave, like who did the, well, these things? No, well, first of all, I mean the forgiveness thing in the faith is not just between me and God. Like you know, I have to be able to extend that to the people around me to deserve the forgiveness that God gives me. But just to bring it back to the situation of Roxanne, because I have a question from what I've heard so far, it just sounds to me like her boyfriend denied everything, you know, until the very end, even with very incriminating evidence that he was cheating on her. Um, And I'm not hearing the part. He admitted after, like after I told him like, yeah, he I said sorry. All of this, right? Okay, fine. Next, so he it was just the next day. At some point, okay, so he did admit it 
at some point, but I'm missing the part Mm -hmm. where like you guys resolve this. Like, Mm -hmm. what did he say? What did he do to make it up to you to, you know, convince you to give this another shot? Like what, what did, what did he do to make it up to you? Um, Or apologize? He changed, like, he really changed. He like, he deleted friends on his Instagram or whatever. And then those stuff. And then like, he really like, um, I don't know, but how old is your boyfriend? Uh, he's thirty-five. By the way, you need to so you need to change the battery on your fire alarm uh, in the background. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, it's going off. So we we spend more time together Sorry. now, and we like we always always travel, and we live together now. So like whenever we're always together <clears throat> on like whenever he's home. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Here's my thing. If you've convinced yourself. That he uh-huh. has changed. I don't yeah. know if I'm convinced, but we're not in the front line with you in this relationship, uh-huh. right? If you have... See, <laughs> there it is again. If you have convinced yourself... It's okay. It's just... But I just don't want you to die in a fire. If you've convinced yourself... What, what? You don't hear it? I don't hear it, yeah. And it's, it's bothering me that I don't hear Every it. Every 33-ish seconds, you'll hear it. So give it another. Okay, we're gonna change the battery. Ten seconds out. Yeah, it's a nine volt, so <laughs> you don't really get, you don't see that all, like laying around the house too much. You have to actually go get one, um, and it's bothering me. So what did I say? Okay, if you're convinced that you have forgiven him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when you're about to have one of your anxiety attacks, that's where mm-hmm. that true feeling of forgiveness should kick in. I am not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to let this drive me crazy. I'm not going to let this take over my emotions because you know what? Whatever happened, I've mm-hmm. already come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. I've already forgiven it. I've already moved on from it. Mm-hmm. It no longer is continuing. It's these things that I think you have to sell yourself that I, it took a lot to get me to have him back in my life mm-hmm. for all of the things that he's done wrong. That we're going back to zero. It's a clean slate. I don't even know that guy anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw this girl on TikTok and I thought it was kind of brilliant. She was talking about people who bring up her past. And I can't get the line word for word because I haven't memorized it. But it was something to the effect of you bringing up my past is like you talking about a place I used to live that's that's not where I am. That's not where I live. That's not even my furniture. You you, you know you mm. you can't even don't go to the don't go to the past even if it is associated with this person because that's not where you guys are anymore. Maybe that would help with the anxiety attacks and test yourself. Tell him to go out today. Go out today. Go out yeah, we, we always go out. No, 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 no. Bye. Let him go out. Let him go out with his friends and see if you can give up the past. And the moment you're having an attack, tell him to come home. Oi, I don't know, man. Nico, your thoughts here, brother. My question, Roxanne, is do you trust him? You say he's changed. You say you believe in his change um do you do you trust him because it sounds to me and again i'm not passing judgment i'm legitimately asking a question because i don't have all the information so if you could share more then that would help but it sounds to me like i know he won't cheat on me anymore because he's always with me now 
because mm. I can check his phone now. But I mean, that's not really where trust is measured, right? Trust is measured is if he has to go back to Puerto Rico or if you guys have to isolate yourselves from each other once again. If you're in different homes, right? He goes out one time and you have a panic attack. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is what does that say truly about how much you actually trust or don't trust him? You get what I mean? And this this is what I mean when I say like I'm lacking that peace where things were resolved. Like what was the resolution that got you to the place where you're like, okay, I accept that this has happened and I would like to give this another shot. Like, don't you find um, that piece missing? Um, so right now I really trust him. It's just that like my issues, it's my issues now. So mm, he really it's not a though, lot. Roxanne. I feel so like I, think- I mean, like, what is he doing to reassure you that he has changed? Um, he doesn't talk to anyone anymore, like just his friends and like like what I said, like I live with him now and and we're gonna like start a family one day, and then he wants to marry me. Um, he asked me to marry me. We're gonna do it next year, but because of the pandemic, maybe we're pushing it to twenty twenty three. So, and those things, and then like he assures me, and of course, um, he also know that his daughter loves me so much. So he doesn't want like he wants the bond i have guys, with guys, his daughter guys, and remember, with him as well okay remember guys when i said earlier today and i guess we can kind of uh tie it into this remember when i said hey you ever have a breakup and then when they leave and then when they come back you're just kind of this oh paranoid gosh. mess and that you don't <laughs> want anything <laughs> to, right what if this that's where this guy is he's like shit i got caught for doing stupid shit I got caught, this girl, I'm going to lose this girl. Hold on. Now let me just do everything I can to make sure that reality doesn't happen again. Can it be where we believe him and I'm with this girl? He has changed. Can we Can we all subscribe to this and then move forward with how she's just going to stop being paranoid? Do you well, want to hear him? I, He's just right next to me. What is he going to say? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Throw him in there. Yeah, huh? why not? Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 okay. let's 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 talk to this Hello, guy. Hello, guys. Hey, come on, come on, come on, come on, stas. Muy bien, muy bien. Hey, bien, bien, bien. I'm with this bonjing girl. <laughs> what's up? What's up? I'm with this bonjing girlfriend. What's that mean, guys? You know, the Jimmy Santos bonjing. Uh, baby. Yeah. Oh, he's calling you fat? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that fat? Hmm? Baby yata yung meaning ng bonjing. All of my friends growing up, when we call them bonjing, they're baby-faced. They're mataba. Yeah. Yeah, I have a niece that I call bonjing. Yeah, yeah. Right. I have a niece that I call Bonjing. I have a nephew I don't call Bonjing. One of them's fat. Guess which one it is? <laughs> bonjing. <laughs> and babyface, no? Parang bata. We are not off to a good start bonjing. here. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So, um, maybe he liked the big girl. What's wrong with you guys? No, she... <laughs> no, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't a language thing. <laughs> You're using your... Hey, guys. I'm here with my Filipino girlfriend, Baboy. And, you know, she's um, awesome. <laughs> I should she taught me that word. <laughs> Whatever it means to you people. Uh what's your name, sir? Or you can give me a fake name. I don't care. 
Henry. Henry. All right, Henry. So, wait, sorry, Henry, Nico. I think Nico's wife Whoa. is in labor. No, he I can't the, hear you. He's in, oh, okay, hold on. All right, he can't hit the run real quick. Um, Henry, your girlfriend, when, when she tells her story about how the past has affected her pretty dramatically, um, even as recently as last week, where she's in fact hurting herself, which is really kind of alarming, right? It's really yeah, disturbing. She's slapping herself. Yeah, that's that's really rough, brother. Um, mm-hmm. What are you yeah, doing? And I try to reassure her that everything is different. That you know, in the beginning, I mean, we wasn't together for long. It wasn't like we were together for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Super emotions are are together. We yeah. We were we we were fresh. We were new, you know. And yeah, I had a little bumpy start, right? And I didn't know when we met. It wasn't a thing that I was looking for a girlfriend at the time or what. We met. It sparked. We gave it a go. Every time we hang out, it was magical. All right, it Hank, was always good. Hank, it Hank, was how, nice how, to how be long, around her. How long were you guys together when you got when you started fucking uh, when she got COVID? How long were you guys together? Six months. Nico, remember a couple episodes ago we talked about the early on in a relationship, sometimes when the boundaries aren't set yet because you're new into a commitment, people are going to cheat. People are Sure, going to because you're not technically serious yet. Yeah, you're not serious. And just, I know it's stupid to say that when you're in your early 30s, late 20s, you don't know what boundaries are yet in a relationship. You know. I mean, you know what they, they are. There are boundaries in school. There are boundaries in your household. You know what they are. But... The transition between single and serious, I'll take your word because that's probably the better word, single and serious, it takes time. Now, six months is a long time. Usually, you make those hiccups and you make those mistakes in month number one, but not in month number six. But but Henry, I there is something convincing about- everybody's timeline is different. I sure, I'll take that. I'll t- like Henry, I'll take that. And you know what? A part of me, even though I've only been exposed to you for one minute here, a part of me mm-hmm. believes you. Right, you're con- you're, you've convinced me in that. But what are we gonna do moving forward, man? That you hear your girlfriend. I mean, I, I'm doing the best that I can. Um, um, I made a move in with me. Um, but I, not, I'm not punishing myself with that. All I do is work, and I want to be with her, and I just push myself to be home. No, I do. I I I do my my work. I go home. I I look forward to being with her. You know. Yeah. I put aside anything foolish. You know, when we first met, it was kind of in, in the bachelor's phase of my life. Sure, I can you know, it that. wasn't like as if I was, it, like I said, we we met and it was she's very nice. So we hit it on. It, it started where we, I looked forward to just hanging out with her, hearing her, conversating with her, and then it just started growing. You know, she you got COVID, and and then she was over there, and then it was more of a well, we don't know what COVID is. Yeah, they they say with two weeks is. Is 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 over, but we don't know. This is new, you know. Yep, yep, How about yep. we play it safe? Yeah, you know. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> let's not go back to that. Line. Yeah, let's person. not let's not go back to that narrative. Well, yeah, that wasn't the best thing, but it happened. <laughs> okay. And it hasn't happened since. No. Okay. All right. What was what's your track record like with relationships? Have you been through quite a few of them? Have they ended similarly in scandal and and all that stuff? Or what's well, what's, I mean, what's your background? Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count the 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 ones in high school where yep, yep, you know yep. the high school ones is always is is just momentarily. Right. Right. Um. I mean. I yeah. I had a baby, young, kind of young. Yeah. Uh. In my mid twenties, and and I did the best for the woman, but the woman she was a few years younger than me, maybe 
20-ish at the time. Yeah. Okay. And and so I guess she was missing or, or, or she basically we don't realize that we're kids and, and when we're 20s until we're 30s and 40s and we look at it like, here, wow. Here, we, Henry, we my, just, my, my, yeah. my point is... And so ever... having a kid at that age, it, it, it could impact. So I'm not going to put blame on her, but maybe she was missing something in her life where she didn't have fun. Okay, but and well, I guess she, hold on. she wanted Henry, to go my, do that. My, my, the reason why I'm asking is, have you ever been a good boyfriend? Have you ever kind yeah, of looked... always, ever, always. See... Yeah, he is. Always. I, I never had no complaints from any of the women, you know? No. Except... Ex- it's, it's not that she's complaining. It's, it's or nagging. Over it's just, here, she's huh? going through an episode, and I feel it. You know, yeah. I could. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all right, right. To well, be, well, I'm trying to be comforting in the matter. You okay, know? listen, Henry. I believe you. Okay, I really do. I don't know if Sam believes you, Sam. I don't know, Nico. Do you believe him? I, I. There's. So- Nico, dude, what was that? Was that, was that your con man? I mean, what the Sorry. hell was that? <laughs> Jesus. Was that a Yeti with like four ice cubes in it and like a little bit of water? <laughs> it's straight ice. It's straight ice. All right. No, I I wanna I wanna believe Henry too. Is it? Con- uh... Are you convinced? Yeah, I believe him too. We get that, Roxanne. Thank you, Nico. <laughs> do you believe him? Yeah. No, I want to believe him. Yeah, for sure. Sam, I mean, do you, you know, do you with, with, with things like this, we we. We barely know people. We know them based off of the five minutes we've had conversating with them, right? right? right. And I like to believe in the best in people. Okay. Despite their worst. Sam? Yes, now I'm curious about Roxanne's past experience in relationships. Like, is this the first time that a boyfriend has cheated on you? And Um, so, you know, I can see this super traumatic. My last relationship was like eight years. So, and then I met him after like... After I broke up with that guy, I met him like a year after. So and, he's, he's and, a new... And, and, and the, the anxiety that you have uh, experienced here, has this, is, this, is this new to you as well? Or have yes, because you... okay. like, before I was like a very confident person and you know, like, now I feel super ugly and you know, I, lack, like, I don't have confidence in me anymore. And wow. then, but he was so trying cheating. to help me to gain my confidence again. Like... He, he's really helping me too because like, he doesn't want me to be like stuck with the past and then he wants us to move forward because you know like we don't want to like um, ruin our relationship because I'm still dealing with the past he already moved on but you know like there's something in me like I, I think I'm really the problem now so I would stop saying let's let's stop saying that phrase because I don't yeah. I don't believe I don't believe mm-hmm. that phrase at all okay uh, let's stop saying that um I just, I yeah, because I, I don't agree in that line. I, I am convinced. Yeah, like she I needs said, to build herself up. Ex- absolutely, and she's beautiful. She's an awesome woman. There's, there's only one of her. You know, I won't replace her. I, I don't want to, and really don't know what else can I say at the moment. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I feel like I feel like Roxanne was on the right track when she asked you her first question, which was, "Do you know of a psychiatrist that could help me?" Because I feel like maybe, you know, while they are both um, sincerely wanting to work out this relationship and what has happened, mm-hmm. maybe the pacing of them moving on is different, and so I feel like they need to be in couples therapy mm-hmm. or something. Could be, could be, and I'm for I, it. I also, I'm for it. I also, you think, are okay. Yeah, I also think yeah, the this, way that she told me to chime in on this, 
Yeah. I said, okay, if it mm. helps, let's do it. You know, yeah. I want to make it work. I want to do whatever it is to make it work. And I believe you. I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Too. I love the energy. I love the energy, Henry. In fact, you've done enough, if I were in that situation, to convince me that I'm not going to be thinking about the past as much. That's my advice for you, Roxanne. If you're not going to go the therapist route or the psychiatrist route or whatever, I'm going to ask you to look at the body of work now instead of looking at the body of work last year. You only have two years of experience with Henry. One bad year and one looks to be a really good year. And if I'm, yeah. if, if he's going to be going out with his friends which doesn't sound like he's doing so often anyway, or if he's just going to do something, even work-related or whatever, I'm going to be focusing on the good year that he has built, the, the the money that he has put in the bank account. Oh, no, you still owe her money. I meant this like like um, figuratively. 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 Yeah. Too, but I don't metaphorically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metaphorically. You hear, guys? Oh, sorry, she owes me money too, but I don't keep tabs on it. No. It's they're... like my, anytime I put money in, it doesn't seem to exist. Okay, but... all right. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. I have an Excel file. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. But my point when I say putting money in the bank, he is depositing right now in experience, in trust, in in the yes. forgiveness account, right? The joint account called forgiveness and trust. He is putting money mm-hmm. there. Yeah, he's when, building equity. Yeah. And when you're yeah. having your moments of anxiety and all of that stuff, I want you to look at the positive account and not the utang account. <laughs> okay. She was good. She was good. A few. She was good. She was doing good. And then it just it just triggered because I went away with my friend and and I, don't do that and Henry. then she just got nervous she just got nervous at the same time it's like yeah don't do that but at the same time you got to take that band-aid or eventually you know yeah but not yet and that's the only way we're going to grow yeah you know, no i, I completely skull, listen but I, let's get over it let's I, I the completely, tissue, you know let's build that I, but let's move over henry i completely get it but we still we still are in kind of pandemic mode and going out and all of that stuff is is oh that too that yeah. too but when i go out i'm not Going to a club, to a bar. That's what I'm saying too. It's not like if I'm committing myself to go in large gatherings. You know, the only thing I would do was to go eat. You know, that's the only time I would be a, okay, around hold on, hold on, around hold on, people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys, guys, real quick, and then we'll wrap this up because it's running long. Is it too soon for him to start going out with his friends? If Sam, if your boyfriend did this, you've decided to forgive him. You are a little kind of, you know, it's it's kind of screwing up in your head a little bit. Is this too soon for him to go out with his friends? How long has it been since this whole thing happened? A year. June last a year. I, I mean September yeah. when I found out about it, and it's been last year. Like, okay, so it's exactly. been okay. seven so, months, and, give or take. And he doesn't go yeah. out like you know late at night or anything. No, no, no. He doesn't go out. Like he's always with me or his daughter. Like it's just the three of us and most of the time. And when so. we go okay. out, we go out together. We plan yeah, things together. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, I feel like I mean you know, for lack of a better term, like working hours, being out you know, eating with friends or whatever. I think that's okay. It has been a year, but that's the thing. I think maybe Roxanne is kind of being left behind in the whole moving on process. And you guys need to kind of get on the same page and work out the anxiety and the mistrust that is still lingering together. I love that. I love that line that the pacing, you might be a little too advanced, Henry, and you're getting over this and she's left behind, rightfully so, because she's the aggrieved party here. Uh, You have to kind of slow down with what you think you're able to do and wait for her to catch up if you really want Yeah, if you you want that to work out. So I I love that line, Sam. I think that was was a good line. 
right. But Henry, I mean, I got to tell you, you are saying all the right things, I feel like, because I mean, the fact that you even jumped on this call and right. you're putting yourself out right. here, right. Um, how you're willing to do couples therapy, um, mm-hmm. all these and, you know, how you are, how you guys are making plans to get married. Like, these are all the right things. Yeah. yeah. So I love her family. Yeah. And this is not me sugarcoating anything. She knows it. Right. This yeah. is just this is just exa- everything we're saying is exactly what we're doing. But you know, couples therapy, couples therapy is like two hundred fifty dollars an hour. <laughs> that, that, and, and see, and see, that's the thing. That's the thing for me, right? Because if and I'm putting myself, you know, I I, I guess out of instinct, what we do here, you know, Henry Roxanne, when when we get these calls, is we try to put ourselves in in the shoes of of the callers and it's very rare that we hear from both sides right we usually only hear from from one person oh yeah um so i've i I guess in the first half of the call i put myself in roxanne's shoes now that we're speaking to you henry i'm putting myself in your shoes if if i had done what you had done and have been caught doing what you were caught doing and i'm trying to work it out and my girlfriend says hey can I call these three strangers that neither of us Not have ever met, you know nothing about, and tell them about our problems? And it's going to be broadcast to the number of people that this top podcast yeah. in my home country reaches. Mm-hmm. Would you be cool with that? There is like, no, I'm running. probably a 100% chance I'm saying no. <laughs> We're working this out, you or me. We, there's no need to air my dirty laundry out there. But the fact that you said, and again, all the right things you said hey if you think this will help in place of couples therapy which we're looking into the whole insurance thing if we can afford it now if you think this can help i'm all in for it right we didn't hear a peep out of henry when roxanne was laying down the case file the first five minutes yeah, of yeah. the call you didn't go, it was, a, yeah, yeah, it was right. an impressive case file right, right. but what i would say is i guess if you guys are moving on past this right and the things that were done were done by someone else because that's essentially what Roxanne is saying, what Henry, what you're saying, right? That's not me anymore. Similar to what Mo was saying. That's not where I live anymore. That was a different person that did that. I'm a different man now. I'm changed. I'm committed to this. I think that in a strange way, it would probably help if that, if that bad person, if that bad place in time that you guys went through they get all the blame. So if Henry wants to go out with his friends for a harmless dinner or lunch, it's not his fault he wants to do that. He should be able to do that. If Roxanne is feeling a little bit or a lot of anxiety every time he does that because she's still trying to cope, that's not her fault either. Because I think the one of the big problematic things that I'm hearing is Roxanne is saying, Henry's doing everything right now the fact that we're not okay is now my fault. And I don't think it is. Yeah, that's, that's, and, that's not and, right. And, and I think that you guys, from the sound of it, are both in a mature enough place in your relationship where you guys can talk this out and not go to blaming each other for past sins or current insecurities. Yeah, I agree. So so let, let's 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 do this, man. We're, we're build. You're building again, right? You're putting money in this account, uh, Henry. If you go out with your friends and you realize uh, she's not okay with it right now, then let's just slow things down. Let's make sure uh, again. Going back to what Sam said, her pace catches up to yours in moving yeah. on from this. That could take time. That could take 
quite a bit of time, but it sounds like you're ready for that. You're into that. You're into that. Uh, you're you're on this ship. You're in this vehicle that's going to get you to where you guys want to be. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks for the call, guys. Uh, Roxanne, I hope this has helped a little bit talking to a quote unquote mm-hmm. friend. Um, yeah. I liked this conversation. I liked what we got from it. I thought, you know, Nico, Sam brought really, up really great points. And I hope it just lessens your all around uh, kind of bad feeling and thinking about it as your mm-hmm. fault. It's not your fault. It is what it is. Okay. You were traumatized by it. And then we're, we're working to get out of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop hurting you yourself. Thank you. Time. Yeah. All right. Thanks for the call, guys. Appreciate it. Bye, Take guys. Care. All right. Have a good Bye-bye. one. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, jeez. That was cool that we got two sides of the story. You know? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It doesn't happen every day. Yeah, for sure. She owed me money too. <laughs> I got an Excel file. <laughs> <laughs> it's red. <laughs> see, see, you can take a pinay out of the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have one more call here uh, tonight. Since that was a long one, we'll do a tour, yes. And then unless you guys want to keep it going, we'll, we'll decide when we come back. Yeah, this is a good time to the podcast year 10, episode number 53. Of course, uh, Sam and Nico are here, it being a Saturday night. Uh, we'll see you right after this break. Don't go away. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast here. 10, episode number 53. Of course, uh, the two, the best show ever, are here with me. And... Uh, I hope you guys are having a good time with us on this Saturday. <laughs> Nico, Nico, off air, we were... <laughs> we were talking about the phrase mabuhay, right? And, well, you tell the story because it's better. I think it came from I you. Just, I, I, I just find it... I just find it extremely strange that anytime we get a Hollywood actor or an athlete or whoever famous from outside the Philippines to come here. We, we we do this thing where we teach them how to say mabuhay, right? Yeah. And I just find it so weird because they go up on stage and they go, mabuhay! Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I've never heard one Pinoy tell another Pinoy, mabuhay pare ka mo sa kanang ngayon. <laughs> We're like, no one ever so says mabuhay true. except I, yeah. two non-Filipinos. Yeah, <laughs> and I find it so strange. I wonder if there's a Korean equivalent. Like, is there so? Because you know, that's I, what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Is there something right now, uh, Sam, that mm-hmm. like, 
<laughs> so last week on the show, sorry, off off topic. Last week on the show, somebody called. I forgot where she was from, like Norway or something like that. She was she was you know abroad, and I was like, so what do you miss most about the field? By the way, she I think this is a Norway caller. If if I'm mistaken, forgive me. It's not that important, right? But we had a caller last week who who moved to Tromsø, which is like the fucking middle of nowhere, right, in Norway. And like, what are you doing there? She's like, well, I heard you once say that Scandinavia was a good place to live and it was like one of the top questions. I moved here. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Like, That's <laughs> why she moved there? She moved there. You're I'm like, kidding. Are you fucking kidding? Anyway, so, so, so I was like, wow. what do you miss most about the Philippines? I mean, you're And I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, what's the food? I mean, <laughs> was the best. Uh, it was one of my favorite lines uh, of the podcast this year. It was so good. I was like, "What do you miss, manga?" And she's like, "Dang, you're so cute." I thought you were gonna say pancit bihon, right? <laughs> Something like oh. ours. But anyway, my yeah. okay. Back to sorry, I had sidetracked there because I just remembered her. Oh. Are we saying something as Filipinos who love Korean culture? Are we saying something that you guys never ever really say, like mabuhay? Oh wow, I don't think so. Like, I do think you guys? guys... W- what's your hello again? Is that uh, what is? How do you say? Anyo, anyo, anyo. Do you guys really anyo. say that to each other? But oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because every time we go inside the Japanese restaurant, you know, when when they say that line, what's that line? Some whatever. Yeah, when you walk into the. But I'm feeling go in the same thing that Nico was saying. My boy, I don't think if I go inside a Japanese home, this is what I'm hearing. Annyeong, no, annyeong is very much part of every day the conversation. Gotcha. Yes, um, that is true, though. I mean, I'm thinking now to like when we would have Korean celebrities over because they would always want to hear them say something. Yeah, mabuhay definitely makes right, the list. Right. right, and then like it would be mahal ko kayo, which yeah. is okay. You That's know? fine. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but Nico's right, mabuhay. You've never heard. Yeah, <laughs> never heard. I mean, anybody. You know, nobody says that. <laughs> Okay, moving forward, every caller we have on every Saturday, you better start with Mabuhay, okay? Every single I mean, time. Let's make use of it, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's there. We've we, we've taught half of Hollywood ha- how to say it. Let's, <laughs> let's let's try to say it ourselves. It I have a I have a quick question related to Sam Gibson. Yeah. And I know we have to get to a call. But Sam, how because it's so huge in the Philippines right now, and I love it. I love it, by the way. I love mm. Sam Gibson. How does Sam Gibson um fair here compared to the authentic i know it's not the same i know it's not the same but how how close is it i just ask because you and i I remember when we were doing our first radio show together we kind of tried out all the korean wing places um fried chicken korean fried chicken and then i don't forget i don't i don't remember which one but we found one and you said this is actually pretty close to what it tastes like in Korea. And I only ate from that place for like the rest of the year. So Kyochon. Yeah. Yeah. Kyochon yeah. you, you said was so the good. one that, that, so that was closest. How many branches? I, the one in Mega Mall just closed. I am, Mega I am Mall. devastated. Mega yeah. Mall. Really? Mm. Wow. I didn't think it was gonna be Mega Mall where it was. Is there another one? There was one in Green Hills. There was one in Green Hills. Yeah, I know all the places, Sam, because when you when you gave it, it's Sam of approval, and I just and there was one in Capital Commons, and that didn't last long either. Is that a phrase you go um, with, Sam of approval? Because I love it. It's it's a, sorry, no. yeah, Sam. Of, yeah, Sam I meant of to say approval. Stamp. No, I know. Yeah, it's stamp, but no, it, no, I'm gonna go with yeah, Sam. There's a show you need uh, to do. 
Yeah. But Pinoy Samgipsal, well, Samgipsal in the Philippines, does it get the Sam of approval? I think, you know, here, there the spectrum of quality for Samgipsal is so wide. So you can go to the really, you know, below par you know, eat all you can places mostly that are just so far from the authentic stuff to like the very good, legit samgyeopsal places. So it really depends where you're are there, going. Are there enough uh, good, legit places though? I mean, in, 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 say in Manila alone. Mm, gosh, not not that I'm the authority because I, I mean, and I get this question all the time. Like what right. is the best Korean restaurant in the, in, in, in the metro? And I'm Korean. I used to get Korean food that my mom would cook, which is as legit as it gets. And so oh, if fantastic. I'm dining out, I am not going to go to a Korean restaurant. Right, right. So I, yeah, I was not the best person to answer this question. But just from the Samgyeopsal places that I've been to, there's probably more like average places gotcha. than gotcha. the really good legit places. It's funny you said that because when, when people come from the Philippines to whatever country they're visiting, dito sa U.S., diba? So, halimbawa, pupunta dito yung, yung, yung you know, visitors, tourists, family, and they come from the Philippines. The fucking thing that we do is we take them to a Filipino restaurant. Oi, pocha, dito sa Amerika, puto tayo dito sa... P.S. na Filipino, hindi ka nga dito. I mean, they're like, jeez. Same thing, right? It's like, Sam, let's go eat at a Korean restaurant. Why? <laughs> yeah. I eat that every day. <laughs> you know my mom. <laughs> I, I went to I went to I went to Chicago once, uh, and then my my dad's brother lives there, right? And then uh, he said, "Oh, I'll take you and Beth to Seafood Island, Seafood Island, or was it Seafood, seafood City? City? One of those Seafood things. City, yeah, yeah, Seafood City." And then I go, oh, solid seafood. I was like, ah, oh, Chicago seafood. I was like, ah, oh, really? Okay, we get there, and he's like, tomo me jali bikami dito. And I go, Iho. you know what? That bit me in the ass once, though. So, um, Chopper's family was coming, mom, Tito, like the whole clan was coming to visit us here, and they, um, you know, obviously they're from the Philippines, so. I was telling Ch- so Chopper's like, oh, we should make some Filipino food and all of that stuff. I'm like, why? They're from the Philippines. <laughs> so, no, let's go. So we went to Las Vegas Strip. We went to the Italian restaurant, our favorite Italian place. We just got trays and trays of just my favorite um, chicken parmesan, you know, just real nice shit. And then when we get there, and you can see kind of the look on their faces. They're like, they're just kind of uh-huh. lukewarm about everything. And then... Really? Chopper decided to go down the street to get the to go to Fiesta Filipino, bring in lechon kawali, you know, all of that stuff. They were just, just kind of going right through it, and I sat there and I was like, I guess I was wrong. I mean, we spent three hundred maybe U.S. dollars on all this food from this nice Italian restaurant. She spent ten bucks on the shit wow. down the street, and they were mowing through it. And I said, Well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyway. Clearly. Speaking of uh, her family, they're from Pampanga, and so is our next caller. Uh, her name. Oh, they're known for good food, aren't they, Pampanga? Uh, no, no, no. Pampanga, they're known for good food. Yeah, and hating high quality chicken parmesan, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and Mo Twister, Mo Twister is known for uh, excellent DJ segues. Thank well you. done, sir. That's right, right. Andrea. <laughs> well done. Andrea, you're 37 years old. You are in Pampanga. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. And and from what I hear you messaging me uh, last night, you're a big fan of this this trio. I mean, from the radio yes. days. <laughs> oh, thank you. 
Hi Andrea, maraming salamat. Mabuhay. Mabuhay. Oh, ma- mabuhay, mabuhay. Uh, during good times sa traffic. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you. Well, all right. So, what's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, I chat uh, you, uh, DJ Molas, uh, almost three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you actually tried to get on the show quite some time ago. So, sorry for the delay. Uh, just the volume of messages that come through here sometimes what i do sorry uh, to kind of just veer off but sometimes what i do is i try to match the caller's question with who we have on the show that day um especially if you say you're a big fan of like i get the hey can i be on the alex episode well okay now there's a waiting list for that can i be on the sam nico episode well you know then i start kind of putting those things together and sometimes we have the Sam Nico calls already two weeks in advance booked sorry it sounds so snooty and shit, right? sorry guys but we only do two calls right or sometimes three if we really have time and then when you when you match the volume of, of call requests you get with the actual slots it can take quite a bit of time to finally get on the show so um but so thanks for that okay so I'm and, happy because yeah, I know that yeah, this was yeah, this was the iteration that you were hoping for. So we're here. Let's start from the beginning. Um, just you know, just so everybody knows what you want to talk about. March eight. Uh, there you go. March eight was when you messaged. That was more than three weeks ago. What is oh, that? That's wow. more like wow. Thanks for being on hold. Ago. Yeah, it was over a month ago. So sorry about uh, that. Over yeah, March eight is. Uh, yeah, I I chatted you because of what happened to my brother. He just committed suicide last year ng November. Okay. Uh, and I'm the one who saw him na nakahang dito sa ikod ng bahay nakasabit sa manga and then uh, glad na lang na nung lumabas yung mother ko and yung mga anak niya is I, I was able to cut the rope kung saan right. siya na. Right, right. And was sobrang Nakaka-depress. And before that, uh, I thought that yung 2020s magiging maganda because I spent uh, New Year with my ex in in Europe. And then after that, I we just broke up me. Okay. And so parang sobra yung depressions nung, nung mga months before that happened. And I thought he was okay. My brother is okay na. He hide everything and then we just saw his suicide note. And he he has five children. Oh. So, <laughs> oh and wow. yeah, uh, sunod-sunod pa. So 12, 10, 9, and twins. So, uh, so financially, ang um, tumutulong sa amin is yung sister ko and ako lang din. And almost 20% lang na natulong ni sister kasi uh, mahirap din yung work niya ngayon sa abroad dahil pandemic. Right, right. And, and now, uh, actually, DJ Mo, sobrang thankful ako sa'yo kasi during that time na, na nag-break kami nung ex ko is... ECQ. Yeah. So yeah. yung sa depression na napag-usapan niyo dun sa mga last episodes. Ah, uh, sobrang nakaka-depression and kaka-search ko sa Spotify. I didn't know na may podcast ng ng Good Time. So it helped me a lot. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Yan, tapos nung nung after nung nung 
siguro nung brother ko, my mother was hospitalized because of depression. Uh, yung brother ko kasi is kaya siya nagpakamatay and we just only knew na marami siyang utang. So parang nahihiya na siya sa amin because he's always like that na parang laging nasasave. And this one na he got into is sobrang laki nung nung na Can, no can I best, can no. I ask? This is my own curiosity. It might even be kind of foul to ask, but how much did he? Uh, actually, it's 500 k. Now, if he just told us, maybe we can, of course, yeah, help yeah. him. No, that's kind of funny. Yeah. We were just talking to somebody who owed somebody a million bucks, and it kind of just was brushed off like it was nothing, right? And then when you hear some of the amounts that people think their life needs to be taken, because it's just kind of wild. Because five hundred thousand, yeah, is is still reasonable. Um, but but yeah, let's not dwell there too much. Sorry, I know it's kind of insensitive. It's just just kind of was curious. So um, I think uh, he did that because uh, parang nung wala nag-asawa siya, parang lagi lang siya nakadepend sa amin and then he will work and then mag, uh, actually yung sa sugal siya na lulung eh. So parang every time na meron siya nagiging atraso, so we always save him. Yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. last time talaga na nagalit na yung ako pati yung sister ko uh, parang kinausap na namin siya na magbago siya and he changed naman parang a year and then siguro parang sobrang nakita niya yung tuwa sa amin sa family na oh nagbago na siya he worked na and he's contributing to the expenses parang nahiya na siya kaya hindi siya nagsabi okay and right. yun, na hospital si mother after a week lang nung living niya And then, uh, sumabay pa yung naniningil. So, sobrang depressed nung mother ko na talagang hindi na talaga siya, naging bedridden na siya. And then, pabalik-balik kami sa hospital. And then, uh, of course, yung expenses, naka-ano din, naka-atang din lahat. So, parang uh, hindi ko alam kung paano ako magiging same that time. But, basang nisip ko lang is yung magpakatatag. Kasi ako lang na nandito, yung sister ko, was not, she wasn't able to go home because of the COVID. Nakapag umuwi siya, wala na rin naman. Malilibing na yung brother ko. And then, right. uh, yung after pa nun, di na nanggaling sa hospital yung mother ko. Uh, after a, a week na nagre-recover pa lang yung ko, as in talaga naging bedridden siya, yun namang nephew ko, uh, as in dumudugo yung kanyang ilong na talagang it's non-stop. <laughs> so, so parang talagang I, I was about to break and then sumabay pa yung work. Uh, muntik na talaga ako mag-resign ka so talagang nakiusap lang ako na I, I need a break para lang maka-cope up dito sa family problems. Okay, so... so... What's the what's the question that like why I I don't mean this ugh, it comes off assholey right but why now though are you calling or at least... actually I wanted to call but that time ah uh, nagpalit ng ano yung good good times yung ibang ano na palasya hindi ko kasi oh yeah season na, break maybe a season break or whatever okay so so what's yeah, the yeah, what's the question break. then tonight though for us yun nga, actually yung problem ko yung mga pamangkin ko na parang how can we raise them na wow. okay. uh, financially and morally na and of course I'm single now paano magkakaroon ng family? Na, um, a lot of heavy stuff here. Do you all live together? 
Uh, yes, actually yung bahay na parang extended siya ng bahay namin, nung kuya ko. But now, dahil kami dalawa ng mother ko dito sa bahay talaga. So dito na namin sila pina, pinatira yung... Right. So yung now there's, there's what, seven of you in the house? The five kids, you and your mom? And my uh, hipag. Okay, and and you guys are getting you guys are getting through the monthly expenses and stuff. It's more just a schooling and all the other things financially for the kids, or are you talking about like being a mom to them in in a sense outside yes. of just that? Okay. Uh, okay, and everything, 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 the whole experience. Yeah. Right. Wow. Okay. How old are you again? Is it 30, 37? Is that what it was? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. It's funny because we take a lot of these calls wherein Filipinos who, like, I, I, I get this a lot where they're like, I'm so, I hate being so responsible for my family. You know, like, I hate it. Like, why can't we be these other cultures where you're on your own and you're on your own? You don't have to give money back to your parents. You don't have to give money to your siblings. You don't have to pay for their tuition. And I always say, no, I love this about us. I know mm. it's kind of backwards in terms of individual prowess like uh, the countries that are the richest countries or the populations that are do really well financially are the ones that are most independent and it seems like the poorest countries are the ones that are so community family-based um setups right like that's just a observation could be totally wrong but it just kind of comes off that way and these are those moments where i kind of am really proud of who we are but the sacrifice you have to make though is is kind of steep because Andrea, at 37, if you're thinking about, say, having your own family and, and kind of settling down with your own children, are, are we at that window is closing and then now this happens? How are you going to juggle both of those things, guys? I mean, she does, you know, she's single and she's got this responsibility to these kids. Is this her responsibility? That's my question to you guys first. Um. I think I think what happens practically speaking is there's not there's not a court appointed um order that's going to come down uh that's going to say you are now responsible for these five kids or not right I think based off are, of though. Yeah right sorry it's who we are though that's the court yeah, appointed yeah. our culture is the yeah. court Yeah and based off of who Andrea is and you know, culture is very broad, and there's always misnomers there. There's always right. people who go against the grain. But how Andrea sounds like is, look, I don't want this to be my responsibility, but by default, it seems like it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I hate to, I hate to say it because it will equate to a lot of personal sacrifice from you, Andrea. But it really sounds like those five kids need you. And uh, uh, I was worried. Paano kung may mangyari rin sa akin or exactly? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not do that though. But, but yeah, but, but 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 don't do that because that's so hard to. That's unpredictable, right? I could say that about my own children. What if something happens to me today? What's going to happen? Well, it's going to be very difficult, and life's going to really fucking suck. But I can't even think about that. I got to think about what I can do alive. What what I agree with Nico here is the personal sacrifice. You're at, I feel like there's a crossroads here where it's going to be, am I going to prioritize my life or am I going to prioritize what I think is a responsibility uh, for myself? 
And you can intertwine both of them, but not a lot of aspects of it because of where you are in life and how many children there are and how old they are. Um, the first thing I think of is like, you know how a nun uh, would say, would, would kind of have to, I, I don't know if it's a sacrifice per se to say, okay, I'm not going to have my own family. I'm not going to do that because I'm going to serve this. And that's my legacy. I, I feel like that's where we are here with you in that, I'm not sure if you can have both. And if you can't, it's not the end of the world. If you end up being the responsible guardian and all of that of these kids, that is such a sacrifice, one that is legacy shaping for you. And I just I just feel like you have to do it. And I could be wrong about maybe not having your own family at the same time. I just don't see how that's even possible. I don't know, Sam. Am I am I be, am I too negative? Uh, actually, my also problem is that not only for financial is how can we raise them uh, morally? Na parang magiging silang bata na. I don't worry about that one too much. I I think you're a good person, and good good people tend it can kind of spill over. I wouldn't worry about that one too much. My worry right now is what what to do financially, which only you can work out. Like we can't really help you there. But and then what to do regarding your own life and how much sacrifices you're going to have to make to take on this massive, massive endeavor. I don't know. Again, am I am I, am I off on this, Sam? So um, I just want to clarify: the living arrangement now is the five kids. Andrea, Andrea's mom, and her sister-in-law. Yeah. Right? So the mother of all the five five kids. Um, I mean, gosh, I feel like, I mean, I'm sure having the five children now as part of your responsibility and, you know, that could kind of, I don't, okay, I'm going to start again. De- it's going to derail, right? Some of her own personal plans. It has to. I at guess so. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I, I guess I just don't see that as um, one or the other. You know, it, how because you now tell me how. What would be the battle plan wherein you can do both successfully? And I would love that I, if that were the case. But how? I feel like the bigger hurdle to like meeting somebody and starting a family is a, is the pandemic. As a forty-one-year-old single woman today, that is the big hurdle. Yeah, but you're like, single. You you're truly single. People? You're truly single. This girl's got f- yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. got five kids now. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm not discounting that at all. I I absolutely realize this is now on your plate as well. And that is going to take away now from your plans of meeting somebody and starting your own family. But I don't see that as one or the other. It makes it more challenging. You have more responsibilities now. But does that mean now you can't, like you have to give up your own dreams of having your own family? Yeah, maybe not. not yeah, maybe not 100%. I just don't see how realistically you're going to pull off both without it being... A goddamn miracle somehow. You know, it's just well, maybe she's I'm sharing being the responsibility of, of raising and the kids with her mom and the actual true, mother of the children. Fine, true. But her mom is kind of hospitalized in her own right. So let's remove her out of it. And it'll be her and the mom of the children. And for us to okay, here's where I'm wrong. For to for me to imply that you're now the new parent of these kids would be wrong because you're not. It's the mom yeah. is the parent of these kids, right? 
but mm. but Andrea seems to have a pretty big role in financial helping these this family and just as she said raising them. So I don't know, man. And uh, I mean, Andrea, if I could, um, here's the reason why I'm not worried about the five kids. I'm not saying they're going to have it easy, right? I mean, they're so young, dude. And to, 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 to not have a father figure is, is one thing to lose your father figure, to lose your father, uh, in, in the way that they lost their dad is, is going to have its effects on them moving forward. But the reason that I'm optimistic for them is the question that you're proposing to us isn't the first two or three problems that we were anticipating that someone in your position might have had. You're not asking about, how do I do this financially? You're not asking about what's going to happen to my personal life. You're not asking about what's going to happen to me if I want to start a family moving forward, right? Um, what you're asking about is how can I play my role in order to raise these five kids with a good moral foundation, raise them to be great people despite the trauma that they've been through. Um, and the fact that that's what you're worried about tells me that they're in a good place, that they have a really great person in their life and that all the other hassles, all the other inconveniences that this tragedy is now bestowing onto the rest of your life, you're shrugging off. You're not even worried about as much as you're worried about, hey, how do I be a good aunt to these five kids so okay, that they I, become I, I good see, people? I see where you're at, Nico, and, and I, I, I like where you're going, but I think she did say they are barely surviving financially. I think. Yes. Barely. Barely surviving. Yeah. So it is, financial is a huge aspect in this as well. No? Yes. And, and if, yeah, I will... Meron ako ibang, mag, makahanap akong partner. Of course, uh, papayag ba dun sa responsibility na nakaatang din sa akin? We don't know that. Oh. We, we, we don't know that. And, and no. don't, yeah, don't, don't, don't put that in there because we don't know that. Um, here, here's what I like about what Nico's saying. When you, when you're so concerned, look, listen, the responsibility that you're taking on here is one of a really great sister, right? My brother's children, um, don't have a father anymore, so I'm going to be there for them. And you've got kids that are from 12, you said 12, 10, 9, and twins that are 8, okay? Wow. What you're teaching them right now is such a great lesson on how to be there for each other when you're no longer maybe in the picture as much. Because they're so close. 12, 10, 9, <laughs> and 8? Like, five kids in that grouping is that's a close group they're close in age and the lesson they're learning right now is how to be there for each other for your siblings and i think they're going to be able to help each other out in maybe 10 years when 20 when they're now 22 20 19 and 18 they're going to have the responsibility maybe for each other we hope so i would plan out maybe at least a decade of what i'm going to do to be there for them financially supportive and all of that while taking a page of what Sam said, carving out some time for what is going to make Andrea happy for Andrea. Is, is that is that too tall of a task, though, is my question for both Nico and Sam. Well, I, I don't think so. 
You know. As a 41-year-old I mean, <laughs> single girl in a pandemic. I don't know. So. No, I mean, like, I mean, do, do you... That's a lot, do you dude. Really, do you really picture your life now moving forward to be just, like, working your butt off to make money to support these kids? Like, is that the life that you picture for yourself now? Shit's what I picture for her. But yeah, go ahead. No, hindi <laughs> kaso... Yeah, and I think and I think that's where I'm coming from. Like I I first of all, I completely agree with Nico and Mo when they say your concern about raising these kids to be morally upright, I think you're already showing them right. what that is. Right. They have a great example in you. And I'm sure we're seeing just, you know, like the tip of the iceberg here. So I'm not actually really worried about that. But the financial aspect of it, because yes, that is a very real responsibility, which you are taking on for yourself, which is very noble and pursuing your own dreams as well. Like, again, I just don't see why it has to be one or the other. I mean, even if it's like working, you know, there are certain hours where you're working unless you're going to take like, you know, two, three jobs. Fine. But even then, I mean, if you really were set on meeting somebody, again, I feel like the bigger challenge in meeting someone is this pandemic. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think we're really... Uh, I I think something has to give, but... But... Man. I mean... Look. Nico, Nico, are you more... I, I think Sam and I are real on different ends on this one. I would like to be wrong because I don't want it to be a one or the other thing. I just don't know how it can be both. And I don't even know if that's your question, Andrea, right? Your question, what the fuck was your question again? Because next thing you know, your question is like, <laughs> was it how to be morally, like how to raise these kids morally sound? Yeah. You, we've, we've crossed, we're done with that. I, okay. I think, I, th- I think you're going to do, uh-huh. I think you're going to do great. We're all, we're all in agreement there. Mm. I'm not, fo- I'm not really focusing on, the financial, and then what Andrea would want out of her life. Like at 37, do you want children of your own? Yes, but hindi lang nangyari. Right, because your boyfriend fucking dumped you or something like that last year. But, you know, that can be replaced. I just don't know. But for I mean, me, the I, bigger... Sorry, go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. My Actually, thing is... It, it's... Yung, Yung, yung nangyari before nga na naging ano rin yung yung pagbe-break ko do sa boyfriend. Hindi ko rin alam pa ano ko siya nakakayanan na pati yung nangyari sa buong family. Uh, well, you're much yeah. stronger than you give yourself credit for. Yeah. yeah. I'm so I mean, sorry yeah for everything if, that's happened. My goodness. If there's yes, anything that's ex ko kala ko hindi magiging asawa ko eh. No, I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean someone takes you to Europe, right? I mean I went there and, just and, to and, him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it can be pretty daunting because of the age of of the kids. You know, eldest is 12. Youngest is a pair of eight-year-old twins. It can be pretty daunting if you start kind of calculating and doing the, doing the math for the rest of their lives, right? But they're struggling right now financially, barely making it financially because I'm assuming your brother was the one who was bringing money into that family. Um, no, the for, pandemic uh, yes, is tough for, on, on everyone financially. Yeah, what was that? For his kids, uh, yeah. they did expect 
Okay, so who's yeah. who's paying yeah. the tuition? What? You? Uh, for now, nasa public lang naman sila, but mag mag high pag nag high school dun siya mag to private. Yeah, yeah. But but right. but, but who's so, paying for the bulk of their like heavy shit? Was it you and your sister, or or who was paying for that? Uh, almost eighty percent from me and my sister, twenty percent. <sighs> Oh, okay, so even when you were when your brother was alive, he wasn't the one who was taking on the financial responsibility the for the kids anyway. It's almost only thirty percent from him. And then, oh, man, why do you have five kids, right? When you care only paying thirty percent of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, yeah. No, no. My point is, it can be pretty daunting if you start projecting the. The costs, the expenses for yeah, you're doing it right now. Pag nag high school to, diba? Pag nag high school, pag nag college, tuli tuli yan, tuli tuli. It just accumulates. But you know, maybe I don't know if this is too much of wishful thinking. But they they do still have their their mom around. So does so... she work? No. Uh... Brilliant. Does so she have plans to work? How do you work with five little kids? Yeah, I, th- is she planning to get a job? I think she is. The pwede lang business pero hindi rin kasi siya ganun ka ano sa business eh. Kasi medyo matanda na din siya nag-asawa. So, so there's nothing parang, on, yeah, there's nothing on the resume that would get her land her a job that's kind yes, of worthwhile. Yeah. Dude, but she can't uh, not try. I mean, yeah, no, but, how, but who's going to raise who's going to raise the kids though? Like that's my thing. This is the problem when you lose a uh, uh, yeah, a spouse and you've got so many children is you know if he works the, you know the kids are so young yeah but i mean we're, we're all working from home though okay i know but look at this, this okay financially here's where i have hope you have to only cover 30 percent more right it's not like you're taking on a hundred percent responsibility you've already seen asagutmaning 70 percent of the daily before he passed away anyway so now that he's gone what has been left with a financial burden well a 30 percent is now missing. And also, yung, yung utang na kailangan namin bayaran. Oh my God. Why do you have to, wait, hold on, why does he have to pay for that? Is it because the wife, it's now, it now carries over to the wife? Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sucks. Okay. So, um, whew. See, the, the point I was trying to make was, maybe the toughest part financially is in the short term, as you're helping your sister-in-law kind of get on her feet. Um, and then, you know, after the next, I don't know, five years, maybe she's in a better place to provide more for, for her kids. But if, yeah, if the prospects that. aren't there, then, you know, you know what? Yeah, you then what, forget everything I was just about to say. You know what, Nico? You know how many life insurance agents are listening to this show and using it as a commercial for them to... <laughs> That could be you. Kaya ka dito ng life insurance for your... <laughs> like, I was planning is... to get an insurance then para this, this is the perfect commercial. Tell tell your sister in law to do that as a business. Be a life insurance agent and just kinda of tell her story and get customer after customer. Um, okay, joking aside, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. This is a legacy building moment for you, Andrea, that if for anything, I think a lot of people go through their lives and they, they get through the end of the line and it, it's an empty. When they look back, they go, you know, it was kind of an empty existence. I think if I'm going to go the cheesy route, the sentimental route, when you get to the end of all of this, right, 
50 years from now, you are going to have like, I mean, it would, it would have been a pretty noble life. Okay. And I would love for you to prioritize giving these kids what they need to get on their own and not, and not be at where they're 18, 19, 20 and they're lost. I, I I would do that. That would be a responsibility I would take and a sacrifice that I would make. And if somebody if some guy comes along and you, you know your your love life is the fifth thing on your list of priorities, but if it comes along and it happens, it happens and great. But your question to me on Instagram was, how can I have a husband if I'm going to have these responsibilities? I'm going to choose these kids over my love life. And then have my love life door open just in case something happens. But my priorities are these children. My priority are these children. That's that's how I'm going to run with in the next. Fine, and Nico said it. Short term. I say short term is maybe ten years. I think because with the death of your brother, um, you know, because he wasn't contributing that much financially to begin with, you know. Um, the the responsibility that you have to take on financially like isn't that big yeah, of a shift right right um i think the responsibility that you feel is really more like raising the kids and you know making sure that they grow up to be you know good people like th- that thing which can be yes very like super daunting on the financial side of things i think maybe the best way to go about it is to help your sister find a job so that you can, there can be like two incomes that are coming in instead of trying to figure it out all on your own, because that's a lot, right? Five kids yep. Yep. and then two yep. more adults all on you. But we're not even, we're not even crossing the tuition bridge yet when that happens. Yeah. Fuck, that's rough. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Almost like, you know, verging on unfair even Yeah. because you do have an able adult in the family and they are her children. Okay. That, and then, um, Yes, you know, um, with the death but of your Sam, brother. Sam, that, then I, I would have assumed that the wife would have said, hey, husband, I mean, I'm sick and tired of your sisters paying 70% of our life. Let's go, asshole. Or I'm going to do something about it too. And she didn't. So I'm not sure she's as capable as you think she is. Yeah, well, I mean, she has to now. These are her children. I know, but the 30%. She has to talk some sense into her. Let's do some math. The 30% that you guys have to cover now. Let's say you split that up 15-15 with your sister abroad. Or let's say you do it 20-10. Your sister abroad takes 20 because she's abroad. And then you take the 10. She pays more because you have to do the hard work. You have to do the fucking, the, the actual day-to-day management. So let's say your sister takes on the 20% while you take on an extra 10%. That can be done financially until, of course, they start getting into college and high school where you have to start paying tuition, which is another problem down the line. The financial part, which was part one of your question, I think you guys can handle because 70% is what you were paying for anyway. You just now to do a little bit more. In a pandemic, I know that's difficult, but you know we're going to hunker down, right? And then uh, number two... Regarding you finding a husband, which is the second part of your question, in in the midst of all of this, it's just not going to be a priority for me. And then if it happens, it happens. And I, I I'll be honest. Let's just, like I'm going to real talk it with you. I don't think at this pace you might not have your own kids at this pace. But then that's where I take these very young children and I make them my legacy. That's the mindset that I'm going with. Now my question is, Sam, Nico, do you agree or disagree? 
with this somewhat negative but realistic, in my opinion, plan? For the most part, I do. But I just want to tell Andrea that, look, yeah, look at me, right? I Like, like as Mo pointed out earlier, I am single as could be. <laughs> I have no responsibilities but myself. And I still do not have a boyfriend. I'm still not on the family way. So I'm telling you, um, you know, if your concern is that it's because you have these responsibilities or whatever, like this is just a tough time to couple up. Okay. Yep. So I hope you yep. find some reassurance in that. Right. 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 And I also just don't want her to give up on that dream and just think, you know what? This is just never going to happen for me. It's not unheard of. You know, hugot that... yada to. I said the hugot. Huh? This is the word hugot. No, but you know, I mean, it's not unheard of. Nah, because I think your concern might be like, oh my goodness, what man is going to want to take on me and five kids and, you know, a sick mother and a sister in law? Um, which is a lot, yes, but answer is no one. <laughs> it's not an that's why I'm saying, you know, you're you're get your sister, you know, help her find a job so you can split the responsibility. Do not give up on this hope of you know starting your own family. Um it, it's known to happen. Um, but again, I feel like the challenge maybe is more like you know, this pandemic situation and because again, like, I mean, you know, in a pandemic, I feel like compared to you, I should have met someone already, but I haven't yet. Just so. to make you feel better and to make Sam feel worse. She has a four-year uh, head start on you. Well, that head start is the wrong <laughs> yes, word. Yes, I do. <laughs> She's four years behind than you are in terms of this whole no boyfriend thing. Um, Nico, last I just don't want to give that. Yeah, I just don't no, want to give I, up I, on that dream. Yeah, no, yeah. and, and I, 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 I love that you say that. I, I wish it were more realistic in my head, only in my head. I wish it were a bit more realistic. It, it's not, but it doesn't change. You shouldn't try and, and, and hope I, and hope, right? Okay, so anyway, Nico, last. I'll say this. It's not realistic now. Not realistic in a, in a pandemic um, to, to find someone regardless of like your, your situation, right? I mean... You know, and this isn't because she's on the call, but myself and Mo look at Sam every single day that we've we've known her and we've been friends. And the reason why she's single is the greatest mystery on the planet for me. Yeah, like I, I cannot understand. Like as as smart as I think. Maybe that makes as, you feel good or worse. Maybe honestly, she's got but... some relentless bo that I don't know about because I don't really hang out with her because <laughs> I only see her virtually. And all my experience with Sam, like I haven't, I've, I've seen Sam for five minutes maybe in my entire life. So maybe there's really some reeking, like, like why is Sam single? It, it's the burps, man. It's the burps. Yeah, there must be something it's, it's going on the, physically. It's that just I, the shameless, violent burping. I am not. Just... I don't have experience with because to me, yes, this is. One of life's great mysteries. Um, anyway, sorry, it's, joking. Side. It's it's this. It's Nick. Guess what I had for breakfast? <laughs> and then burps in your face. <laughs> Blows it. But no, no. I, I mean, it, it's something's got to give, right? If we're just being realistic, something has yep. to be yep. deprioritized. Yep. Um, and it would be irresponsible for us to say that something's impossible. Um, however, it would be irresponsible for us to point out something that is probably unlikely um, and for us to not tell you that. But 
finding finding someone in, in, in a pandemic it's that's that's near impossible right now then regardless yeah. of your situation so yeah, that's what i'm saying like even yeah. if you wanted to prioritize meeting somebody you couldn't at this point anyway okay so i, I want, sure yeah i, I have one last so it's just it's, it's just gonna come in phases right yeah. i mean get, get, i agree with that get the financial straight yep. now yep yep focus on on the kids next and then once you kind of develop a system or rhythm hopefully the sister-in-law starts pitching in there some somehow some way a little bit um you'll have time and mind space and opportunity outside of a lockdown to hopefully meet someone okay yeah, it doesn't have to be one or the other for now well mm. for now no yeah. it doesn't have to be one or the right. other later mm. for now it has to be Right. Right now, it. just control what you can control. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, Andrea. Thank you. Do you like it, Andrea? That's what matters. <laughs> can, I have a question for you guys, real quick. And this is so long already. So sorry, everybody. But if she, would she be wrong if she said, you know what? These aren't my kids. Fuck this. And just go on with her life. Because the, by definition, she's not wrong. They're not. Yeah. Mm. It, by definition, she's. No, she has zero responsibility for this. In fact, I'll have seventy percent more money if I just said "fuck these kids" and move on with my life as I am entitled to, because they are not my responsibility. Would we be upset at her if she decided to go to Europe with her boyfriend, rekindle that? Let's just say hypothetically, and prioritize her relationship. Say he wanted her back. Oh, pocha. Say he wanted her back. Say he called her right now and said, "You know what." Pandemic fucked my head up. Let's go to Europe. Let's move to Tromso and have some some kipsal wherever in Norway. Would she be wrong to leave these kids behind? Yes or no? Would I be upset if she chose yeah. herself over mm-hmm. yep. over yep. kids that aren't hers? Yep. Like I can't I can't blame her if she makes that decision. Um, but I fear for. I fear for what the future of those kids will be without her being present there. Absolutely. Okay. Most m- most of it is because well part of it is because of the financial of it. Um but most of it because of the point we made earlier that she is setting such a wonderful fantastic example for these kids who are in desperate need of an adult to look up to to give them hope, to give them guidance, to give them something to aspire to in life. Right. You have a first class ticket to, to heaven, really. When, when you, you, found your, you found your brother hanging from a tree. You pulled him down just in time. And you've done all of these, so far, pretty incredible things. And you have been even before all of this. I say stick, stick, you know, stick on that road of being this amazing, amazing sister and tita to these, to these kids. Okay? And you are, yeah. Yeah. I would. That's and, my number one. And uh, share ko lang din DJ mo dun sa mga nakaranas din yung addiction sa sugal na yeah. talagang it's painful for the family pag yun yung naging way nila na end na lang yung life nila. Sobrang right. painful and traumatic. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang in there, my dear. We're big fans. Okay. For for Gosh, for I... for when you started the show and saying you were a big fan of our show, I gotta tell you. <laughs> There's nothing that is nothing can rival the fandom that we have for you. Okay? Mm. All right. Thanks for the call, my dear. I hope your dreams come true, Andrea. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you. Thank you so much. Right. Thank, you. Thank you. Thanks, Andrea. Bye. It sounded so condescending, Sam. What? 
I hope your dreams Why? come true. The girl's, the girl's got fucking life taking a shit on her right now. I am wishing her that things work out and that she actually does get all the things that she wants despite all of this. Why is that condescending? I don't know. Came off. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you, Sam. I'm, I'm like I I'm I, I trust the earnestness in in your you. voice because I think My that goodness, if, the last thing Nico, I want to be is condescending. If Nico, if, if Nico was going through that shit, and I said, "Hey, Nico, <sighs> Lakers look like they're going to repeat, though." <laughs> Basketball reference I don't get, but no, that wasn't what I was saying at all. I'm fucking with you. I'm just kidding. Oh, that would have been funny though. Speaking of basketball, Nico, I have to I have to bring this up before we get out of here, right? And I, I know you're probably gonna hate me for this, but we've been talking about you a lot this week on the uh, radio show as well as the podcast with your wife, by the way. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's been on. Yeah, so so Bay has been on, and we've been we've been we've been asking her about this, and she's not giving us feedback about what you feel. But apparently, uh, Philippine basketball writer Snow. What's his last name? Badua, Badua. What's his last name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you don't want to say his name. Snow. I am going to bring that up in a second. Thank you, fucking Sam. I'm going to bring this up in a second. (laughs) But this, but this motherfucker, who I, I mean, I have no problem with him. I don't want to say we're friends. I, I wouldn't say we're definitely enemies. We're definitely acquaintances, and on more on the positive side than on say the negative side. But Snow has been attacking Nico here. Um, Yeah, and 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 I've read some of the stuff. And I am going to be the friend that I am to Nico by attacking this motherfucker because Nico refuses to do it, right? Now, Nico, you're taking the high road completely in line with your character. And I just can't sit and read some of this shit without <laughs> fucking wanting to rip his head off, right? What's his name? What? He, well, first what? of all, he, he's going with the narrative that Nico was gay, which is weird because that's the narrative we ran with for a couple of years. You started that. Yeah, well, you jumped in on it. You called him bikes for like four years. <laughs> so, um, but it's different. Like we do it out of just kind of fun. Like we're making fun of you being single right now, all that stuff, right? Now he is trying to run with this narrative for whatever reason he dislikes Nico for. So he has him, his followers are calling Nico Nikki. You know, doing that whole kind of... Are they? Yeah. I don't see it. Because I don't see it. Yeah, you don't say, well, it's all Nikki this, Nikki that. Motherfucker, your name is Snow. (laughs) (laughs) Your name is Snow, Princess Elsa. (laughs) You're making fun of Nico by trying to attack him, by calling him Nikki, when your motherfucking name is Snow. Snow! Because I threw... I threw... I threw, I don't even think it was a shot really, but um, during the, during the trade deadline. So yeah. Sam, the trade deadline is like this fixed date in the NBA where all trades have to be finished yep. on yep. that day. The transaction so wild, done. And, right. Yeah. yeah. Wild and crazy transaction day. And they're journalists in the U S are competing as to who can break the, the news first. Right. Right. So I was, I was speaking to a, a friend of mine who was a fellow journalist. Um, about you know just like the journalistic practices of sports media in, in the U.S. and I was like, and I said something like, hey, you know what, you know at, at least I trust them when I say that they have their sources and it's not like hearsay, right? Um, I think I think Snow took that as a personal attack on him, although I never really mentioned him by name, um, but I I think he took that and was was extremely defensive about it. And I had heard from a couple of friends like, yo, like he's really like coming after you. And I'm like, oh, I I don't 
like I, I saw a couple of the tweets, but I found them I found them really funny. I was like, oh, you know, that's really cute. But, you know, I'm not going to get into like a shouting match with you. I didn't mention you by name, but if you felt like that was an insult towards you, that says more about you than absolutely, than, absolutely. Than it does right. about me. And then and then I kind of went and saw some of because, you know, like I'm only human. So I, I went and checked like the replies and the threads. And I saw some of the people that were attacking me, quote unquote, and were defending him, quote unquote. And I was like, ah, two followers. Ah. <laughs> they only tweet each other. Right. Right. Ah. Ah. Little Kevin, Kevin Durant thing going on. I was on. like, mm. if, it, if it smells like it's all coming from one phone, it's probably all coming from one phone. So right. I was like, right. yeah, okay, all right, I'll go to bed. Like, this isn't anything. Snow's, Snow's, right. Snow treats the uh, basketball um, world like he would showbiz. And, and yes, there are many aspects of sports and showbiz that kind of coincide with its players dating celebrities and all that stuff. But he, as a basketball reporter, treats it like with blind items, you know, you know shit like that mm-hmm. that makes it kind of. Oh, and, and, and by the way, I mean, hey, well, not the hustle, right? I mean, right. if that's what that's what. That's what puts Self. food on the table. Then, then you know, then go for well, it. Well, well, no, man. no, I, I, I disagree with that mentality. Like, if it puts on food, puts food on the table. Food on the table shouldn't be the priority when you're a journalist, or at least pretending to be one, right? Oh well, it, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I wouldn't use that word. Yeah, yeah, right. And that's what <laughs> I think he's trying to do is is be a journalist, but as any people who are defensive when. Nico didn't even call him out, but he got defensive. They become aggressive in their defense. That just kind of shows, like Nico said, a little bit about, or a lot of, of about who they are versus what I was actually said. Um, and then default to, well, you're bakla anyway, as the response is is really kind of, you know, you're 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 fucking with the wrong level of intellect here, Snow. I mean, you're, you're really you get, if you're gonna pick a fight, you got to pick a fight where you're matched. Because now you're just trying to hit way above your your weight class when you start picking on, say, the Nico Ramoses of the world. And in fact, Nico doesn't even have to say anything because you're so. It's like if a lightweight goes to a heavyweight, he's not going to kick your ass. The heavyweight's like, <laughs> all right, bro. I just hey, don't need that energy in my life. And not and, even that. You know, like, okay, you live in that live in that delusional world. That's fine. It's cool. I'm just not going to think because we all know I do this to you and you fly. Okay, but where I have a thing is again, and I'll go back to it. The hit is, well, you're Bakla anyway, and then referring to you as Nikki, and the motherfucker's name is Snow, is like, that to me is hilarious. Just to give you a nice little thing. So, a couple of days ago, I oh know the eighth, when's the eighth? Yeah, two days ago, whatever. Snow, uh, and this just shows you kind of how blind itemy it is, and then how low of an intellect we're dealing with here, Sam. He says, Iconic Pinai, so this is a tweet, no? Iconic Pinai athlete reportedly has stage four breast cancer. Let's pray for her as she battles the biggest fight of her life. And all the replies are like, well, you blind item who it was. How the fuck are we going to pray for her? <laughs> oh, man. It's like, Lord, 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 today, Lord, Lord, today I've brought to you, Lord, a list of the iconic Pinay athletes that I can remember, Lord. Who possibly might One have. of these... One of these ladies, Lord, is uh, going through a serious health condition, Lord. Um, Wait, so is he I'm praying for that, one of them. 
is he putting that out in like a parang sensational tone? Like, ooh, guess who this is? But she is sick. I, okay, and- I think so. I think so. It's 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 the attempt to to break news, break chismes, and then hide behind. Let's pray for her. Okay, mm. um, which is which is it's, to me at least that's pretty fucking obvious. But what he forgot to do is take the time to read it and go, yeah, that doesn't really make that much sense. Right? <laughs> I want you to pray for this person, iconic person who has stage four. See, that's the thing. It's I'm trying to catch you with that headlines. Iconic Pinay athlete, stage four cancer. Oh, wait, let me not look like I'm trying to break cancer news. Let's all pray for her. Mm. Who? <laughs> Dumbass. So this tweet is just kind of indicative of where he is mentally, like mentally meaning intelligence level. And then when you start throwing in the whole Nikki shit and all of that stuff, then you start getting to, okay, this is how archaic he is in his way to insult people. And then you throw on top of that, that, you know, you're not even in, you're not even in this league we're talking about, right? You're not. It's yeah, funny I- because on the radio, if another radio show say on, I don't know, give me some station nobody gives a fuck about, like, I don't know, 100.12.3, whatever, says, oh, yeah, that good times, man. They're fucking awful. They just sit there. They blab their mouth. And we go, where are you from? Oh, motherfucker, you ain't even in <laughs> Don't even, right? I'm not even going to address that because you're not here. You don't swim with us. Snow doesn't swim in the pool that Nico swims in, okay? The, the, you don't rub elbows with the ones that he rubs with. And you can aspire all you want. And if you think attacking him will get you an invitation into that league, that's where you're mistaken, Snowy Flake. Um, Who well, I, I just, you're not. And, in and by the way, I will I will say this, and with sincerity, uh, I think he had a bout with with a vid. I think he had a, a bout with a Rona uh, lately. Fuck? Um, snow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he got I, COVID. I, I, I think so. Oh, so let's pray I, for him. I, I actually do uh, know that it is him, um, and uh, it's not a blind item. So I think that he tweeted that out and have oh, been like praying he for him. The one uh, when, uh, yeah. who announced it. Oh, okay. Oh, iconic, yeah, so, iconic so. basketball chismis writer has uh, COVID. Um, I, I, I hope, I hope he's recovered fine. I hope that everyone in this circle is is okay. But. Uh, yeah, no. In, in in the words of uh, in the words of someone who is much smarter than I am, someone once said, "There's levels to this." Yeah, there's there's levels. I don't give a fuck about him, no COVID. I, gosh, can we just all get along? It's hard enough with a pandemic. That's guys. what I'm Come saying. On. That's what I'm saying. I just would like it to be known that I've heard that he were picking on you, <laughs> and you're my guy, and I'm your guy. And we love each other, and Sam's our girl, and she's our she's we're her guys. And if if somebody is picking a fight, I have no problem with taking the low road and telling. No, him, yeah, I totally got that yeah, with you. Yeah, 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 he got Mo got defensive because you obviously love Nick, and if you're right. gonna mess with Nick, then you're gonna hear about it. You have a problem um, with me. But yeah. Yeah, problem no, with I, him I appreciate equals it. problem I appreciate with it. me. Problem with Sam equals problem with me. That's all. That's all. Good. Oh, you and I hope you're suffering. I hope your lungs get all fucked up, Snow, because uh, you got COVID Mohan! piece of shit. No. Yeah, that's all. I'm sorry. That's all. Good sorry. Night. In last name, last name. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> uh, th- there was a time when we were doing a show together, and uh, I... This is how bad I am with the blind items, right? Maybe that's how I got into all this, right? Um, I saw a tweet that said... Um, it was from like a former classmate of mine who tweeted something like, um, 
Used to be a big fan of that radio show. Can't stand to listen anymore after today. So ako, chismoso ako. DM ako. Uy, ano yan? Sino yan? Reply niya. Sorry, bro. And I go, oh, kami pala. <laughs> oh, kami pala. Sorry, bro. Medyo naiyabangan lang kasi ko dun sa show kanina. So, parang, ah, hindi. Okay lang, okay lang, okay lang. And I was like, ah, okay. Chichismis ako. Sino yan? Oh, it was about us. Sino yung gago niyo? Ikaw. I needed to ask this question before we really wrap because I know we have to. Like, I know this. it's it's running long today, as you said, Mo. No worries. But, you said earlier that there, like Alex has a really long waiting list for his show. Yeah. Who has the longest waiting list of all your, your days of the podcast? Um, I would say anywhere between us and Delamar. Yeah. Us, us, like Sam, yeah, because the, 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 the Sam, okay, because the, the Alex thing, the thing with Alex, it's like if it's raunchy. They want to be on the with Alex because they just want they want to laugh about it and they want it kind of smutty and, and very sexual and all of that stuff. Well, how many people right now? In, again, we'll go back in the pandemic have really smutty problems right now, right? Like, how many is like how many? There's a finite amount of anal you can talk about during a pandemic before you run out of material. Okay, hey, this, is, this is X amount lang. After that, you know, you just, it's it's more problems. You know what it is this past year? And, and it's been mental health stuff. It's like, hey, you know, it's it's, mm. it's it's rough. So a lot of career stuff too. A lot of career stuff. Oh, and I know that yeah. you guys are not hearing a lot of the career stuff on air, but that's, there you go. That's the probably the longest line. It's not host related, but more topic related. Career, career, career. And I get why, because yeah. obviously COVID has uh, been. I know. Yeah, as, as, a, as a friend of mine calls it, adulting who got... Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, but uh, yeah, no. A lot of people want to be on on this it, ver, uh, like, I guess this edition or this night of of the week. That's what uh, I wanted to hear. Okay, now we can wrap. Now her her <laughs> next question is: Are any of them major bogey, or are they bonjing? <laughs> are they bonjing or are they bogey? Ah, uh, no. You know, like I said, no Tinder for you. Like... No, no Tinder for you. No. Just... I feel like even if I was gonna do online dating, which I'm not right now, yeah. Tinder wouldn't be the place. I know, to be, I know, to be. I, know. No, I, I, I meant no. that yeah, not no. as the brand, but just you know the whole online experience is probably. I am just like off it entirely, yeah. and I'm okay with that. This yeah. pandemic is like, yeah, I don't know, it's not gonna happen. I'm okay with it. Call to Arms is the podcast for uh, Nico Ramos. You can uh, check it, it out. It is on uh, pretty regularly. It's an amazing podcast. You hear me say that all the time. And The Narrow Door is uh, Sam O's, which is out regularly regularly as well. She's got some nice fancy equipment now that she bought, which should be make her sound even better. Um, and you guys, please do check out those two shows. They're excellent, excellent. Much, much better than than some of the smuttiness that you'll find on a Sunday night here with us. So um, this is so much fun. I'll see you guys next week. Please don't yes. leave me. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't slap someone. Mohan, someone. Yeah, that's how some people are. Yeah, yeah, man. I've given up on that show. Yeah, I've given up on that show. Sino. I bro, sorry. <laughs> I'll see you guys on Saturday. Have a good one. Bye, Bye. everybody. Bye. Oh, Nico, love you. Oh, I love you guys. Check, check it out. Baka lang hindi hindi nasasabi. <laughs> I love you. Bye guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
worldwide. It's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook.